Welcome to the Middle East Update with Amir Sarfati. Amir discusses the latest news from Israel and the region through the lens of biblical prophecy. The original video versions can be found on Behold Israel's YouTube and Facebook channels. To make it convenient, we've converted them to audio format to keep up with your busy schedule. Be sure to also subscribe to Amir Sarfati on Telegram for daily updates from the Middle East. Amir's Middle East updates are based on the latest and most reliable sources, so you know you're getting the most accurate news. Now, on to the update. Shalom, everyone, and good afternoon from Montreal, Canada. This is Amir Tsalfati. Today, it's Wednesday, August 9th, 2023. And uh, let me begin by saying that most likely this update will be censored or removed maybe even very fast. So unless you share it now and have people watch it now, you might not be able to see it later on and you'll see why in a few seconds. So as I pray, I'll, I'll pray that people will uh, be able to reach information, but I also pray that you will be uh, all uh, responsible enough to share it now. Click the share button. Because, as you will see, we might not have it in a very near future. So, Father, we thank you for the fact that you are in full control and that you are allowing men to do their own shenanigans, but your plan will eventually be executed. Lord, we pray that in these last days you'll give us power and love and sound mind and that you will allow us to look at things from the perspective of people who are encouraged, comforted by your word and people of much strength that is given to us by your spirit through your word. Father, we pray that you will allow us also to share information, maybe even for the very uh, last time before things are going to turn really dark. Father, we thank you for alternative ways of sharing information. And we ask today that you will help us find those ways and use them. We thank you and we bless you. And we ask this will not be sensationalism and just a viewership uh, uh, driven update. That this will be a, an update that will open the eyes of many and will even shake them to their core to understand how much important it is to be close to your word. We thank you and we bless you. In the name of Yeshua, Jesus, we pray. Amen. Amen. So, first of all, I am live here from Montreal. This is the last leg of a six weeks long ministry tour uh, that began in Honolulu, continued in Seattle, was on the ship to Alaska. Then I had a family vacation. Then I was in Southern California. And now we are in Canada for a Revealing Revelation conference together with Pastor Barry. We're going to teach the entire book of Revelation. And uh, I'll fly back home. So listen, folks, I'm not sure if you understand what just happened I, I, just a day and a half ago. Google according to Latoya Drake, the head of Google News Initiative, 
Google announced what they call fact check tools in Venda, what it is, what you see on the screen. I'm going to try and say less and let you read more in order not to completely remove this uh, from YouTube right now. But I just want to tell you this. Instead of a global internet censorship, Google calls it fact check tool. Its purpose is to eliminate dissent on any topic Google selects. And their partners are United Nations, World Health Organization, plus 71 pages of other partners that are listed in a fine print on a web page that I posted on Telegram. Now, listen to me. What you just heard is that in the very near future, you will not see information. It's not like you will see information. You will not see information. You know, uh, when I asked about the U.S. elections results in 2020, and I, I inquired with many Americans in regards to a specific laptop that made news, at least I thought it made news, I was shocked to find out that most American citizens never heard about that laptop prior to the elections. Although this whole thing exploded almost a month before the elections, most of the Americans never heard about it. Why? It was silenced. It was removed. It was not mentioned. That's just one little thing that could make an impact on election that could change so many things in America. But I'm just telling you who is sponsoring this fact check uh, body that is now going to be held by Google. And ladies and gentlemen, this is why I beg you to join my Telegram channel because all the news that I'm about to share with you, you will just not even hear about. You will not understand what's going on. You will not understand what's going on in America, what's going on in Europe, what's going on in Africa, and certainly not what's going on in the Middle East. I am begging you, do not take it lightly. Do not think I'm trying to gain followers. Look, I don't try to gain followers. It gives me no gain here. But the fact that I know that you guys are informed, this is not a money-making thing. I don't make a dime out of Telegram. It's not something that they pay you for a, a per view or something. Nothing. This is my life mission to give you news from the Middle East. And it's our investment rather than uh, anything. It's investment in you and, in, and we want you to know it. So please scan this QR code and send it to as many people as you can, that will be the only place you will hear news in the very near future. All right, so we'll get back to it at the very end, but I needed you to understand it. I want you to be responsible enough to use the one good thing Mark Zuckerberg ever did, and it's the share button. Just share as much as you can right now. This will soon not even be there for you to see on Facebook or on YouTube. So I'm begging you, this is one, probably one of the last updates you will be able to see on these platforms. Okay, let's talk about what just happened in Lebanon in just a, 
just a couple hours ago. And that I want to talk to you about Lebanon because my heart is breaking with what is going on in this precious country with wonderful people. I love the Lebanese people. I think that most of the people in Lebanon are so much not into what is going on in their own country. They are held hostage by Hezbollah, which is a proxy of Iran. Everywhere Iran is, the country is paralyzed and it is completely dysfunctional. It, Lebanon is completely dysfunctional. Lebanon doesn't have a free flow of electricity, free flow of water. Banking system is collapsed. They don't have steady economy. They don't, their currency, the value of their currency is almost nothing. Today in the black market, it's 100,000 Lebanese lira for one US dollar. And you're, if you're saying, yeah, but the official rate is, who cares about the official rate? Nobody works for the official rate. The uh, governor of the Lebanese central bank uh, fled the country. He's accused of stealing millions of dollars by Europe and he disappeared. There is no president. There is no functioning government. It's a country that is in this functional state right now. And there are gunfights in the street. Let, let me show you, let me show you what is going on. First of all, this morning, if you go to my telegram channel, you'll find out a video of thousands of cars on their way to the Lebanese airport as all the foreign Arabs from the Gulf states, from Bahrain, from Emirates, from Kuwait, from Saudi, all of them are fleeing Lebanon right now. Their embassies, the Sunni countries of the Gulf, ask their people to leave Lebanon instantly, immediately. Now that is a, it's a disaster for the Lebanese economy, which is barely making it at least on that type of tourism of the rich Arabs from the Gulf state, and everybody's leaving. The, the Sunni world is deserting Lebanon because Lebanon is a puppet of Shiite Muslim Iran. So this is it. Now, two years ago, if you, uh, three years ago, excuse me, if you remember the nitrate oxide uh, blow up in the port of Lebanon that killed over 200 people, injured thousands, and destroyed the port completely. That was, of course, an illegal storage of stuff that Hezbollah had. In the last week, there is a mysterious chemical that is burning underneath from the sewage of Lebanon. Take a look at this video, the sewage system in the part of Lebanon that is controlled by Hezbollah. It is burning. I don't know if you can see, there's a video of Oh, it's nighttime and it's burning. You know, it's burning for hours. It's burning for days. And these are chemically, Lebanon is such a small country. Hezbollah doesn't even have any place to store its secret illegal stuff putting it under the ground, and now it's burning. That's not enough. A couple hours ago, a truck loaded with explosives and weapons overturned on the road. There's a video that I can show you. And the Hezbollah operatives, here it is. And 
you know, all the civilians that live in that neighborhood who tried to approach the truck were actually fired at. Look, they're fired at by Hezbollah people because nobody wanted to find out what's in this truck. In fact, I think there might be another video. I'm not sure. Maybe that's the only one. But people, the, all, the Lebanese people who live in the neighborhood are, are having guns pointed at them and fired at them just because, look at this. I mean, they're trying to help. They're trying to see what in the world is going on. And they're being fired at. Look at this guy. He lives there. He has to close the gates of his own neighborhood. This is a Christian area. Look, they're being fired at. Right here's Balatin. A couple hours ago in Lebanon, because of what Hezbollah is cooking for them, on, it's just unbelievable. And by the way, reports that I just got say that this, this truck just crossed from Syria yesterday. So it's obviously a weapon smuggling from Syria, from Iraq into Syria, into Lebanon, which is something that we are seeing on a daily basis. Very uh, alarming. Yesterday, the head of Iranian Al-Quds force, which is the major spearheading force of the um, Revolutionary Guard Corps, Ismail Ka'ani, the one who replaced General Soleimani, this Ismail Kani, this rat, arrived in Beirut, Lebanon yesterday, and he is coordinating, listen to me, he is coordinating right now the final details. N knowing that Lebanon is collapsing and knowing that there's so much problems in Syria and knowing that they have exhausted already your Gaza, Israel destroyed Islamic Jihad. They have exhausted the West Bank. The Israel destroyed Islamic Jihad in, in Jenin. Now they have all, the only thing left for them to, to do is direct the attention of the world to the Lebanese border. And he is coordinating the last things with A in Syria when it comes to an attack on American forces and in Lebanon when it comes to an attack on Israel from the Lebanese border. Ladies and gentlemen, we are days or maybe a couple of weeks before a major, look, I'm not here to scare anyone. I am flying back to Israel in just a few days and I'm not scared, never was. I'm not gonna be scared because I know exactly who the God of Israel is and I don't trust Israeli military government or, or I don't trust any of, I trust the God of Israel, period. I, 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 He's the one who's rescued us from the graves of the Holocaust. He's the one who brought us back to the land. He's the one who sustains us. And he's the one that will take care of us, okay? But I will tell you, I do not wish to see Lebanon suffering because of Hezbollah. Take a look at the, uh, these photos from the border yesterday of the Israeli Minister of Defense visiting the border, speaking to the commanders. Uh, Defense Minister Yoav Gallant spoke to the generals and then came out to the media and said the following thing. Look what he said and listen to me now. Yoav Gallant, he's a former general, he said this, if Lebanon will cause any escalation or a war, Lebanon will get back to the Stone Age because of what Israel is preparing. Every square inch of Hezbollah territory will be completely 
be brought to dust. Israel has, and I've, I, I had a conversation with a very important key figure in the Israeli military in regards to Israel's plans if there will be a war with Lebanon. I was shocked to see that Israel is preparing for the first time ever, preparing to not leave any unturned stone and to eliminate portions of Lebanon completely. Bridges, power plants, seaports, airports, as well as old essential uh, 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 things, as well as every possible Hezbollah bunker, Hezbollah headquarters, Hezbollah uh, tower. Everything is going to receive a decisive response the world has not seen yet Israel doing in any of the wars before. And that is because we have to set a precedent and then tell everybody around us it's, it's going to happen to your country as well if you will dare to do the same. So I honestly, I, if anyone in Hezbollah can hear me, I, I can tell you this. I'm not a general and I'm not a military person right now. But from my knowledge of plans, you do not want to start a war with Israel. Right. Also, I want you to know that one of the main reasons the Lebanese need the war, not the Lebanese, not the people, it's Hezbollah. One of the reasons they need a war, two reasons. Iran always needs to keep all the attention away so Iran will continue its nuclear program uninterrupted. And Iran is already there. They're a threshold uh, nuclear country and... Um, and uh, <laughs> They, every day that passes that they're not being monitored uh, and nobody's visiting all of their nuclear sites, every day is one more day for another 200 grams or 300 grams of pure 60 to 80% uranium, uh, uh, enriched uranium that will be for their bombs. They already have enough for five bombs. Who knows? They announced today that they have uh, reached the technology for supersonic uh, or hypersonic cruise missiles. They have the knowledge. Let's see if they can produce them. But uh, one thing is for sure, the Iranians do not stop. And they're using every single dollar that America foolishly unfreezed when the Biden administration got into office. So that as far as Lebanon is concerned, Iran needs Hezbollah to start something, skirmishes on the border to get the attention from them. Hezbollah needs something in order to divert the attention from the crisis within Lebanon. Everybody's fighting against everybody. Even within Hezbollah, yesterday there were some clashes and two Hezbollah people were killed by a militia that was originally erected by Hezbollah as well. So. So much is going on in Lebanon right now. Let's talk now about Syria. I said that on Happening Now exactly a week ago, Calvary Chapel, Chino Hills. Ladies and gentlemen, even yesterday, another almost incident of a Sukhoi 34, Russian Sukhoi and an American UAV, those big reapers of big U US drones, 
the Russians say that they were, they're flying very close to the Russian jets, 100 yards away. The Americans say that it's a Russian provocation. And while that is happening in the air, the proxies on the ground, and that's another reason why Ismail Khani is now hopping between Tehran and Damascus and Beirut. He is coordinating the last details, listen to me, of a major strike. And again, Iran will say we didn't do it, but it's Iranian supported proxies that are now getting ready for a major strike on U.S. bases east of the Euphrates River. There are two gas and oil, El Conico and El Omar bases uh, along the Euphrates. And, and these bases are where there are American troops. And uh, Iran is trying to do two things. Iran's plan is to destroy Israel and to get America out of the Middle East. Iran wants to be the superpower that dominates the Middle East. And these are the two major elements that are standing on its own. And now that brings me to why the Saudis suddenly, after they sign normalization with Iran and reopen embassies and everything looked so wonderful a few months ago, we hear talks about a great gr groundbreaking progress on the talks between the U.S. and the Saudis on normalization uh, eventually with Israel. Well, the Wall Street Journal published this today. I don't know if you can see it on the screen regarding the Saudis and the Americans. And the funny thing is that uh, look at the two sides that are mentioned on the Wall Street Journal's uh, headline. I don't know if we can see the headline uh, showing this is it. U.S.-Saudi deal sets path to normalize ties with Israel. Officials are now hammering out the details of a deal they hope to cement in the next 9 to 12 months, though may obstacles remain. Now, now why is this? Now, let me show you why is this. First of all, this is a great boost to the Biden's campaign. That he has to show that he did one thing right. So far, American foreign policy has been a major disaster everywhere from Afghanistan to Iran to Iraq to Syria, to Lebanon, and of course, we'll talk about it in a few seconds to see, to even in Africa. And he, what Biden is trying to do is to somehow reconstruct the deal that uh, President Trump did between Israel and the Arab world, but it is that or failure. Now, let me explain why. Unlike the Trump administration that did not require a steps that Israel must take for Palestinians. This new deal requires major Israeli uh, concessions with Palestinians. When I say concessions, you all know it's, it's Israeli withdrawal from more and more territories in the West Bank. Why am I saying that it's destined to fail unless they change their mind and uh, they reduce their demands? Israel has a government of, that is supported by 64 conservatives that will never allow that to happen. You have to understand, folks, that everywhere Israel pulled out of became a nest for terrorists to attack Israel from. 
whether it's the Gaza Strip that we pulled out in 2005, 2000, and ever since we have always rocket attacks, or from the northern Samaria part that the Obama administration demanded us to pull out of. And look what happened. Ever since we pulled out of northern Samaria, became terror hub in the city of Jenin in particular. And now Israel has to, from time to time, go in and clear it up. So Israel will never pull out of more territory. If anything, we're going to resettle northern Samaria in order to have constant Israeli military presence so it won't happen again. So either the Saudis will have to be more flexible and not demand us any concession against Palestinians. And by the way, make no, make no mistake, the Saudis could care less about the Palestinians. They know the Palestinians will backstab them tomorrow. They have backstabbed them so many times. The Saudis care about the way things will appear in the Arab world. They want to be the defenders of the Palestinians. Some, and so for the Saudis, it's only the appearance. I can tell you from personal knowledge, the Saudis and the Israelis have already been working together on so many issues. But now it's time for the Israelis openly to help the Saudis because the Saudis know one thing. The weaker the Americans are, the stronger Iran is, the more in danger Saudi Arabia is. And that is why Saudis are pushing forward now. Now, the one thing the Saudis do want has nothing to do with the Palestinians. The Saudis want two things. They want a guarantee from America to help them, and they want Israeli technology and Israeli intelligence to be supplied to them uh, when it comes to how to defend themselves against Iran. And these two things have nothing to do with the Palestinians. Guess who? is always injecting the whole Palestinian thing in the, into the minds of the Saudis. You got that one right. It's the Democrats and it's the uh, U.S. administration. They are obsessed with the Palestinians, obsessed, you know, in, in, in somehow making sure that Israel will give more and more uh, to the Palestinians. Thomas Bridman of the U.S. Uh, of the New York Times is a calm column writer there that is pushing the Biden to push Israel to, to this two-state stupid solution that we know it's never going to happen because the Palestinians don't want two states. They want one Palestinian state and one state that is not Jewish, but it's Arab and Jewish. They, don't want, they want one only Arab and one Jewish Arab. They don't want a Jewish state and an Arab state. Ask them. They'll tell you. They'll tell you. Tell a Palestinian politician. If I put on the table a Jewish state and an Arab state, do you support that? He'll tell you no. It's only in the minds of the naive Europeans and Americans that somehow Israel is the one that rejects the two-state solution. It's not us. They are not willing to even acknowledge Israel as a Jewish state. That's what it is. Now, there is another thing I want you to know, and that is the Persian Gulf, your media. The Midianites, they do not want you to know that 3,000 U.S. military personnel are now sent to the Persian Gulf. The fifth fleet of the U.S. Navy is on its way right now with major carriers and frigates and, and, and other ships loaded with 
with military uh, personnel and, and, and Marines all the way. There is already a nuclear submarine right there. And guess what? The Iranians are saying to the Americans, they smell blood. They tell the Americans, no way you're going to be in our territory de determining who is allowed in or out. You are going to see more and more situations where Iranian forces are provoking U.S. forces. This morning already, I saw footage of an Iranian helicopter flying, almost touching a U.S. carrier. Unbelievable. So we're going to see a lot of that happening. The U.S. is sending thousands. Look, nobody's telling you that. One of the largest mobilization of U.S. forces since the Gulf War is going on right now, and your media is not telling you that. And I'm telling you, everything Google will decide that you do not, don't need to hear, you will not hear. And then for those of you who just joined us right now, let me remind you that two days ago, let me show it to you again. Two days ago, Google announced a new censorship that began with what they call fact-checking mechanism. And they will immediately remove anything that is not aligned with the policy dictated by the UN World Health Organization and other organizations. So I'm telling you, whatever they want you not to hear, you won't hear about it. This is exactly why I urge you, everyone, please join my Telegram news channel. It might be your only chance to hear news from my region without being censored because once. Google is censoring. That's it. You won't hear anything anywhere. It's not going to be on YouTube. It is not going to be on other platforms. And uh, it could be very hard to uh, do that. So please scan those that QR code and join this Telegram channel. Again, I'm telling you, there's no financial gain here that you have to worry about. Nobody is making money on any person that joins this Telegram channel. This is just for you to get information. And it's something that I've been working hard on and I'll continue as long as I can. Now, last thing, U.S. is losing Africa. More and more countries are falling in the hands of the Russians and the Chinese. The last one is Niger, north of Nigeria. I don't know if you can see the map of Nigeria and Niger. These are two countries that the Niger River flows through Niger and Nigeria. Take a look at the fact that both in Mali, Burkina Faso, Guinea, and Niger, military coups move those countries into the hands of um, forces that are opposing Western uh, influence. France is the country that this time has been kicked out of a super important country. I don't know if you can see that, but I shared that last week, but I share it. Look at the, my Telegram post from a week ago in regards to the importance of Niger. The coup in Niger, Niger announced the cessation of uranium exports to France. Ladies and gentlemen, last week there was a military coup in Niger and its Franco-Western president was ousted. The new leader close to Russia, and by the way, we know that the Wagner forces are running the 
events there, announced that the cessation of uranium export to France, by the way, that means they will export, but to Russia. Niger is considered the fourth largest exporter of uranium in the world and is responsible for approximately 25% of the supply of uranium to the nuclear power plants in European Union. It is responsible for 8% of the world's uranium output. France owns 63% of the mines in Niger through, through a company it owns. The announcement of the cessation of exports is definitely a serious problem for the French. In addition, it was reported that Burkina Faso also announced the cessation of uranium exports to France and the USA. The battle in Africa between Russia and the West is stepping up. Nobody is telling you that, but one country, and everybody thought, oh, the Wagner group almost ousted Putin. And I told you, this is baloney. They worked with Putin. What happened is this failed coup led by Wagner two months ago in Russia was nothing but the a way for Putin to bring the Wagner group to Belarus. So now they will prepare that area for an invasion into Poland. The Polish knows that. And if you read my news today, again, if you're on Telegram, you can read my news today. And I reported today, earlier today, the following thing. I reported that here it is. Uh, I reported something. Saying the reports that that they the Polish military is sending three thousand people, three thousand soldiers to the border with to the border with um, Belarus. They understand something is big is coming. Look, let me tell you something. Russia has more reserves of foreign currency than America. Russia prepared for this for the longest time. They have enough oxygen to breathe for at least a few more years with a war. This is not something that, if you listen to my reports in the very beginning of the war with Ukraine, I told you Russia has been preparing for it for the longest time. And, and uh, Putin has has stored so much money so he can continue in and for those of you who thought that ukraine is winning i love the ukrainian people but you're being lied to even the europeans and the americans understand that all the weapons that they gave ukraine all of it did not change anything on the ground in the last couple months not even a square inch was taken from the Russians. If anything, I'm telling you something now that grieves me, but a lot of the weapon that was given to Ukraine eventually was sold in the black market and now is found in South America in the hands of bad people to be used against America. Much of the Western weapon is now also flown to Moscow for reverse engineering to study how they can actually become better. It's a disaster. And the media is lying to you about this. It's a disaster. Now, even if you asked me two years ago, I would have told you there is no way 
Russia can lose and be destroyed because we still have a Russian war against Israel in the Bible. The Bible is my anchor. So I know they have to be somewhat on the winning side in order to continue. So you have to be very careful with the way you are consuming news nowadays. And I want to encourage you again. This probably is going to be removed. This update right now, unless you share it right now, as soon as possible, it, it will be taken down because of what I said about the fact-checking of Google from two days ago. Please, I beg you, don't say you never heard. Don't say you didn't know. I beg you, join my Telegram channel. I, 24-7, look, I don't sleep much at night. I sleep four hours, three hours, five hours the most. And I always am updating it with important information, exclusive videos, and, and I want you to be informed. Please tell your friends, tell your families, tell your people around you. It's time to understand that very soon, as, as, as of two days ago, our world is changing with information that will no longer be accessible. And I want to conclude with this, folks. I want to conclude with this. First of all, I'm not discouraged. I'm actually very encouraged. And if you're asking me why, it's because none of the things that are happening around the world right now are things that we should be surprised of. And if anything, the reason why we know that they should happen is because the Bible tells us that it's, it's going to happen. And another thing that the Bible is telling me is that soon and very soon, we are going to see the I'm extremely encouraged. And I want you to know one thing. People, when we talked about no access to information and nobody knew about the Hunter Biden's laptop before the elections and all of that, let me tell you what's even more concerning. People don't know the gospel. People don't have a clue who Jesus is. Most Israelis don't have a clue what the New Testament is, what the gospel is, what Jesus is. In their mind, Jesus is uh, the one who established a new religion, and the Pope is his representative, and the Vatican is the church. That's what they think. I urge you to watch online my recently preached message that I gave at David Jeremiah's church a couple days ago. And it's called the hope of Israel. It will give you enough ammunition to go to the war of how to share the gospel with the Jewish people. You want to watch it and you want to also share it. But that's not the, only for the Jewish people. Every person needs to know the gospel. Every person needs to know that there is hope. And every person needs to know that the hope is only in the Messiah. I also want to share with you that uh, we began the pre-sale of um, Out of the Far North. If you want to understand what's going on with Russia in Syria and Iranian weapons in Syria, this is a thriller packed with real information with the gospel that we want non-believers to put their hand on in secular stores. And that is why I need your help to purchase it, pre-order it, even more than one copy. So when the pre-order numbers are high, 
the big stores will hold it in their shelves. And I'm talking about the secular stores and non-believers will see that this book is trending and will put their hand. Ah, we've got tons of, of testimonies of people who got to know the gospel through those fiction books. This is the third. I don't know if we have a book, a, a photo of all three of them. But this is the th yeah. So Operation Yuktan, By Way of Deception, and now Out of the Far North. These are amazing tools to give as gifts for Thanksgiving and for Christmas for non-believing family members that, that love current events. They, they do want to know what's going on around the world, but they will never, ever walk into a bookstore that sells Christian books. Do it. Help me as much as we can to reach out to the lost. Okay, I love writing teaching books for believers, but I also am very committed to find creative ways to communicate the gospel to the non-believers, and this is one of the ways to do it. Okay, so again, thank you for watching. Again, listen to this update to the very beginning of it. Join my Telegram channel. Pray for Lebanon. Pray for Israel as it's being torn to pieces. Watch. The latest thing I did at Pastor Barry's church on what is going on in Israel, it will explain a lot of the stuff that is going on there right now. And please continue to pray as I am concluding this um, ministry tour here on Canada and two and a half weeks in Israel. And then I go to New Zealand and Australia for another very important speaking tour. I love you. Thank you. God bless you. And let me conclude with the ironic blessing. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine upon you, be gracious to you. The Lord lift up his countenance towards you and give you his peace. His shalom that surpasses all understanding. It can only come from the Prince of Peace. He's also the Lord of peace who can give you peace now and forever, here and everywhere. His name is Yeshua because he is our salvation. And it's his name and for his glory that we pray. And all of God's people say amen. Thank you. Share this. Join my Telegram channel. Get out of the far north. Get more than copy. One copy. And I love you. God bless you. Shalom. And see you soon. Bye-bye.